Hey everyone, before we get into this episode of What Are You Doing in Denmark, a quick heads up. In today's discussion, our guest Annie tells us about the details of having her youngest child while living in Denmark. She also discusses some complications along the way, including a medical emergency that occurred early in her pregnancy. Annie and her daughter are happy and healthy today, but we know this conversation could be difficult for some listeners. Now, here's part two of our conversation with Annie Samples. Hey everyone, welcome to What Are You Doing in Denmark, the podcast where we talk to some of the coolest people in Denmark about what they're doing here. I'm your host, Derek, with our co-host, Mike. That's me. And today, of course, we are joined by the amazing Annie Samples for part two of our time together here in the studio. Welcome back, Annie. Thanks so much. I'm so glad to be here. I'm glad to have yes. you here. Having a lot of fun. Yes. Yeah. So far, we've talked about how you and your family arrived in Denmark, how you've started your creator journey in Denmark. We've had some laughs about all of the fun engagement and encounters we've had with people both online and in real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... You and I became BFFs. Yes. I've got the tattoo. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it's time that we go to our second BFF game. Let's see if Derek can defend his status. And obviously, as fellow American 90s kids, we all grew up with some amazing shows that we got to watch. And whether we were watching TGIF or maybe a little Saturday morning TV, must-see TV, whatever, there's lots of good sitcoms that we got to grow up with. And one of the things that we discovered living here in Denmark is some of those sitcoms came over here as well. But they came with different names. And that's the game that we're going to play here is I am going to read out the Danish title of American sitcoms. Uh, You get to hear my amazing Danish pronunciation. We'll see how that goes as well. Um, And then you're going to translate it too? And translate it too. So you can hear like the the direct English translation of it. And then you guys have to try to guess what is the name of the show, the, the American name of the show. Okay. So for example, if I say Venice. That would be friends. Oh, friends. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's not one of them. Oh, so Matthew Perry. Oh, rest in peace. The first show that we're going to go with is Elatilis Bonapia or Child's Girl of All Time. What show do you think this was the Danish title of? Work together, collaborate, Child's BFFs. Child's, Child's Girl of All Time. With Claire Danes. Oh, My So Called Life? Yeah. No. Mm. Is that a sitcom? No. Let's, let's go with it. Let's try it. Let's so try called it, life. Yeah. It's the nanny. So oh. Bonapia is the Danish bon- word for nanny, for nanny. She's oh, the child. The she's child. there all so the time. So, it's li- <laughs> so literally, it's, it's all times nanny. Let's see if they get easier or harder on this one. The next one is the Danish title was Hannah Fulit. So the hands are full. The hands are full. The hands are full. I the feel like it's full. the one with the guy from Back to the Future. Oh, you know Family I mean? Ties. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Or Full House. Full, full House. Ha- oh, Full House. Full. It's got to be Full yeah, House. Yeah, yeah. Ding, ding. It is Full House. Hands are full. Yes. Okay. Full House. There you go. Okay, so you got, you got one. Okay, we need two more. One. You need two okay. more out of these four. I'd, Let's see. Okay, yeah. Um, Rap that's got to be Fresh Prince. Rep guy in LA. Right? Yeah. yeah. Have you guys been following the tea on that situation? Oh, wait, mm-hmm. on their marriage. Jada, yes. what is happening? I am shook. I, I'm, that's like 
the most um, dramatic stuff that's going on in my life at the moment. It's following what a thing. Mike is not as in the pop culture. No, I no, believe okay. what yeah. I followed so but far is that she came out and said that they've been separated for, for like, like seven two, years. Seven yes. years. Yeah, yep. seven years. And she was like, "Why are you calling me your wife after you slept this guy?" And then oh. it got so intense that there was this article headline that I fully believed that it was like Jada Pinkett Smith announces her pregnancy with Chris Rock, and I was like, "That's crazy." It was no. an Onion article. Oh, yeah. Oh. I, but I was so like, Good oh parody. my god, well done, Onion. Yeah, I know they really did. What, it was wow. very believable. Scary, yeah. scary. Yeah. But on the plus side, that's two for you guys. So you okay. just need one more to maintain BFF status and keep me out of the way. Fourth one here, another one that I love, Panther Hunter. Panther Hunter. Panther ants. Panther ants. Is mm. panther like a? No, is I'm it, like, is that Golden Girls? Is it, yeah, because like, it's like, like Panther. Like, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's Golden Girls. It's Golden Girls. It's Look Golden at Girls. Us. Yay. Well done. Well done. Last one, another fun one here. You already maintained the, the BFF status, but the last one we're going to have is Milky Vine, first at Hoya. So Milky Way, first floor on the right, like an apartment. Hmm. Is that friends? <laughs> <laughs> an apartment. <laughs> Mork and Mindy. Oh, Mork and Mindy, yeah. Mm. Like Alien. Uh, That's Mindy. the only space comedy that I can think of. Ooh, it's a different space comedy. It's Third Rock from Third the Rock Sun. From the, that is such oh, a great show. Oh, and the very show. specific direction. And the yeah. very yeah. specific. Yep. Oh, okay. That is such a great First show. floor. I would think it would at First least be like third floor. First. Third <laughs> Rock. Like, oh, that would have been yeah, better. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yes, yes, Keep that would have been better. True to oh that would have been better. Maybe they lived show. on. I don't know where they lived. I don't remember. That I don't remember where they were. I didn't really <laughs> watch that. I don't remember watching it's that one. It's actually really much. good. Yeah. It holds up for sure. Does it yeah. hold up? Mm-hmm. Yep, I really yeah. like that one. Okay. Classic John Lithgow's in it. Yeah. Right? Oh yes. Yeah. You can't go wrong with him. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think I don't know if he's done something problematic. I think he's still okay. Okay, good. I know you never know. Yeah, I think he's still okay. Yeah, you never know. All the stars in the childhood that suddenly like watching like come out get canceled you guys have this like audio bit of being right. like we right. can do no wrong <laughs> right. good well you guys maintain the BFF Yay, status congratulations to Lugam may, I, may, may you be best friends forever That's but remember me as well okay. yeah. yes I well, guess you can around. tag along yeah. well 90s TV is uh, mm. you know definitely part of our childhood I'm curious do your kids Annie watch like Danish cartoons do you have like disney plus and they watch a lot of american yeah. or you know what's interesting english language there they watch a lot of actually um anime at the moment which seems oh, to have ooh. like an interesting subculture here like mm. a lot of people seem to be into there's like you know an anime convention all this stuff i don't know if you guys have watched adventure time but that ooh, just yeah. came out on netflix it, like it was an hbo show it just got re-released to netflix and so i'm like so glad they're wanting to watch that mostly it's american stuff though mm. mostly mm. american stuff um, if there's something that's only offered in Danish, they'll go for it. But they they really do love the American pop culture moment. Mm. And so do I. So, of course, I'm encouraging that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can participate in it with them yeah. as well. Yeah, it's oh, fun. Sure, it's yeah. very cozy. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like a like a that's our culture. <laughs> right. How do you blend? Because obviously, like, you know, you're both you and your husband are American. Mm. Three of your kids were born in, in the U.S., you know. But obviously they're here in Dan- Denmark, they're going to school in Danish, their friends are Danish primarily, I'd yeah. imagine, as well. Mm. How do you blend those two cultures? Because obviously you're living in a country where, where kind of the details of culture are still foreign to you, even as yeah. you acclimate here. For your kids, how do you blend kind of Danish and American things? Mm. I, I try to like go all gung-ho with like celebrating the Danish the Danish holidays, the Danish events. I try to just like throw myself out there. Mm. 
and get it done. And thankfully, you know, a lot of them coincide with American holidays. Sure. So it works quite well that way. But uh, I feel like I'm doing everything as well as I know, yet still not quite getting. I'm, I'm really curious to hear, like, when my kids are adults with their perception of, like, how we mm. celebrate things are. So, you sure. know, it took me a few years to understand, like, oh, what is the Nissa? Do you guys know about the Nissa? Nissa? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. Like, <sighs> they're not exactly elves, but they're kind yeah. of elves. They're like cool elves. always Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Cool elves. <laughs> I'm trying to do it. The other struggle is, like, I want to incorporate, like, all the Danish holiday foods into our sure. lives. But we're like vegetarian, pescatarian, so that's kind of tricky because right. everything's so like meat based. All you know? pork and yeah, yeah. But you know what? Like I'm, I I do enjoy being vegetarian, but for the sake of acclimating, I'm always open to like you know trying things, sure. having my kids try things as well. But you know when it comes to be, you know, I don't know how comfortable I feel like cooking a whole duck in my house. <laughs> right, right, right. So it, it is, it can be kind of challenging to incorporate it in that way, you know? Mm, yeah. yeah. But we're doing the best we can. Yeah. Have, have you brought any kind of the American things like into like their classes? Like have you, have you, as they celebrate birthdays or things here or American holidays, like Thanksgiving yeah. come around, have you, have you tried to bring a little bit of that American culture in towards not just your uh, kids, but towards their friends and class as well? Or do you try to kind of keep that just for, for inside the yeah, flat? Yeah, I, I, Mm. I'm not the most patriotic, to be honest. So I'm like, let's mm. just scrap the old and go. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But my kids love uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And Who that doesn't? is something that I brought to to um, a kindergarten party once. And the kids were so confused. They were like, thank <laughs> you for this dessert. And I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, this is lunch. This is what my kids eat every day. The peanut butter has such an interesting reputation oh, yeah. here. Mm. Like, we get the peanut butter that's literally just like, blended up peanuts and nothing else and people right. they're like oh that unhealthy peanut butter get that out of here <laughs> get these kids some leopostai stats <laughs> right, right. so just ah. you know, complaining about the nutritional value of peanuts. peanut butter and I'm yeah. like but uh, you know bacon wrapped that's fine. <laughs> Pork Send isn't it along. necessarily exactly. healthy. Right. Yeah. So we're we've got our scandalous peanut butter full of vitamins and minerals. <laughs> And maybe we'll maybe we'll adapt to the bacon wrapped pork. Yeah, yeah. at some point at along some the point way for the added health benefits. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. Everything's good in moderation. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm all for yeah. it. I have a very like, even approach to diet. Yes. yes, I love like uh, you know like candy slick on, or a free oh, slick. Like gosh, you know, like yes. I think that's so brilliant. Like yeah, yeah because. You should have something to look forward to as a kid on Friday. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a little bit of moderation. Absolutely. I yeah. can't uh, I can't imagine what kids in the US, especially like when I lived in Portland, Oregon when I had a lot of my kids and you know sugar is so taboo there. So that's something that oh, I don't right. talk a lot about. Oh. You know, like people are like, "Wow, you like let your kids have sugar." And I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Denmark has this reputation of being so healthy, but between like class parties, events, Friday slick, all cake. of this stuff, cake, all the time cake. We'll have like a little parent teacher meeting that the kids in on and the teachers are like, "Here, have some candy, kid." Like right. it, it's all the time that they're having sugar and mm. um that that's a very taboo thing <laughs> in the US. You don't give your kids sugar. So, um that that's been kind. Of, it's just a very laid back thing for me, and I'm really mm. enjoying that to not have to worry so much about like the social stigma of what you're feeding your kids. Mm, sure. Except for that pesky peanut butter. Yeah. Yeah. How is that different? Because and I think you've shared this on your on your channel a mm. bit too on kind of the the social pressure of parenting yeah. and the difference between that in the U.S. and, yeah. and that here in Denmark. And 
how is that different? Can you, can you kind of talk us through yeah. what's different between how you felt as a parent in Portland and how you feel as a parent in, in Copenhagen yeah. and pressure from fellow parents? Mm, I felt a lot of pressure in the U.S. to be this like perfect Pinterest mom, you know, mm. have everything be just artisanal and bespoke and handmade and sugar-free and gluten-free and you know looking fabulous while doing it all and i i just love the danish attitude it's very laid back uh, of course so much of this stuff could be attributed to the fact that i don't know what is going on at any sure, given moment right. but i'm like ignorance is bliss i'm like nobody's right. judging anybody yeah we're all just right. you know it seems though like a lot of pressure is off just from the appearances that i get as well like it's mm. you know i'm from texas is you wouldn't leave the house without your full face of makeup oh, and yes. your earrings and your lips all that kind of stuff big hair exactly and, yeah. sprayed to high heavens whereas here it's like just throw your hair in a clip and put on some pants and get out the door and you're good to yeah. go in any environment i love that yeah. i think it's very cool dress so. and look practical like yeah. you're not going to yes. put a lot of makeup on no. or if it's raining all the time and you're biking everywhere and there's wind in your face and your hair exactly yeah, it doesn't you make sense get that texas look to work no you'd look like a fool <laughs> yes. and you know i definitely tried that for a while and now I'm like, you know, I'm embracing the Danish way. It's yeah. very easy. And I love that there's just not, for better or worse, there's just like not a lot of comment on people's physical appearance. Mm. And I'm I'm loving it. But um, I've had a lot of Americans say like, I don't think I could, I would be happy without yeah. this like validation oh. by way of compliments. And, mm. you know, it's yeah. funny the things that. Huh. Uh, there's a lot of things like that that I thought would be a tough adjustment that I'm just like, this is great. were not. <laughs> right, exactly. Like no small talk, yeah. you know, that, well, I don't know, some people. Yeah. Sometimes I miss an, I, I've, I've come full circle on that where sometimes yeah. I do, yeah. I do miss yeah. at least a friendly smile. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, because even in, you know, just walking through my courtyard, yeah. sometimes people, maybe not in my building that I, but some people that I don't know, but I yeah. know I walk past and they'll just kind of like, look down. <laughs> <gasps> look down. And I always hear that's more of a Copenhagen thing. I don't know, but yeah. Like there's there's crazy. times where I'm like, I clock it and I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, well, I was going to. I feel like I'd like force them like, <laughs> up here. Hello. Yeah, right? hey. like, I was going to say hi to you, but now. Yeah, no, I'm not. But now I'm Ever not. again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's valid. I don't know why that is. But yeah, there are some things that I thought would be a difficult thing for me that have ended up being so lovely. Mm. Just like the lack yeah. of being perceived is so relaxing. So. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> is there anything that um like, with with your family in particular, I know it's hard keeping in touch and yeah. those things um, with the time difference and the geographical distance, not yeah. seeing each other as much. Or, yeah. or how do you overcome that? Yeah, it, it's a bit difficult, um, but we have always lived far away from our family. It's sure. just the time change is much different. So they're, they're really enjoying the, they don't really understand my job at all. They they do yeah. think that I'm making it just for them. They're like, thank you so much for the updates. We love it. I'm like, yeah, no problem. So they're, yeah, they're loving it. We, we try to FaceTime when we can and we're getting the swing of things. But uh, we went to visit last Christmas and that almost sent us to an early grave in terms of the jet lag and all oh. of, you know what I'm saying. And so we're like, you guys come visit here, mm. you know, let's do that. Yeah. Have you had any of your family come yeah. and visit you here? Yeah, nice. yeah. We had some family visit after I had uh, the baby. So all it takes is just creating another human. And then I can right. get some people over here. But every time people visit, they're like, oh, this is so lovely. Like, I can see why you want to do this. Have you guys found it to be okay? Did they come to visit you? You just were there. Was that just for visiting? Yeah. So I was just back. Uh, Mike's uh, cousin got married. Oh, so congrats. we were back back for that. Oh, yeah. Nice. I feel like we, we try to get back. Yeah. Two to three times a oh, year, which is a lot. Nice. I, yeah. From other people, I hear. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a lot. A lot. It's also yeah. just 
two adults traveling, not yeah. like yeah. a family of six yeah. trying to, is, to go across. I don't recommend it. I don't yeah. recommend it. And we also don't, we're not, we're not bound by school holidays. So we have yeah. a little more flexibility. Oh, yeah. cool. So we can really look for like, okay, it would be cheap to go at this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's really cool. And I think the other part of it is, mm-hmm. of course, you guys are both American as well, but you know, we don't have a Danish side of our family to yeah. see. So it's like, we always do go back for Christmas. Yeah. You oh, know, we cozy. love the Christmas season here, Yeah, but we've never done yeah. Christmas here because it wouldn't really make sense. Nothing's yeah, yeah. open. Yeah. And we don't we don't have family to see here, yeah. so we go to where I our family tol- is. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. Now with you guys having the nieces and the nieces nephews and stuff too. Yeah, it's, exactly. It makes it really cute. Yeah. You know, if you could be doing that, why why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yep. So. And we do little like um Danish things with them. Oh so my they gosh, all have like so Danish cute. ornaments and <sighs> We they did the Nissa when we when we went back to visit. We brought our Nissa with us. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! And they really liked that. The whole family really liked that. So we do. Have you done that? Um, my Danish pronunciation is bad, and that's I don't care. So the yeah. Pakalai, the game yeah, where you perfect. steal the. Pa- yeah. Yes, we do that with our family. Our yes. families oh, have adopted that. Oh, and now like our sister in law does it at work with her. Oh, like that's it's so gone. Cute. <laughs> it's gone viral. It's gone viral. <laughs> in, <laughs> in Philadelphia. In Philadelphia okay, and cool. Syracuse. Yeah. Syracuse. Yeah. yeah, I love it. Just but, spreading Danish culture. Even my. Um, my oldest nephew, uh-huh. I got him a table flag on his birthday. One one time yeah. I went back on his birthday. So it was my birthday while I was back in the U.S. And he put it on the table for uh, Christmas, see, that's what, for that's my birthday. That's what America's all about, yeah. is adopting other cultures. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. We love it. <laughs> well, I think that's one of the fun things. And, and honestly, it's one of the fun things that we love living mm. abroad is that kind of cross-cultural connection. Yeah. Like getting to bring Thanksgiving to our friends here yeah. and kind of yeah. being like, it's just a party where, it's a day where you just drink and eat. Yeah. And yeah. it's a blast. That's it. And yep. it's kind of the best holiday because of that. It it's the most Huga holiday. Oh, by far. For sure. Of American holidays. America did yeah. a good job with that one, yeah. I have yeah. to say. Maybe the origins, not so much. But you know, mm, what, yeah. what we're doing right. now, eating yeah. right. and drinking. Being thankful, that. having food, Being and, and yes. a four-day weekend. like it's very And present, yes. just enjoying time together. Exactly. And that's, yeah. Pressure's off, yeah. I hope. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but even with these American things, are there, are there other Danish traits that you've picked up or that mm. maybe your kids have picked up that have surprised you as you look at how they are now versus yeah. if you guys were still in Portland. When I go home or when people come to visit me, they're like, you're so calm. Wow. Mm. And I notice people are very high strung, apologizing a lot. Like, oh, it, like I don't know. People feel like really intense to me. And I'm just like, hey, everything's okay. You mm-hmm. know, like it's all good. My kids probably just picked up being really inappropriate. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, tone it down in front of the American grandparents. (laughs) You're scaring me. But yeah, I would say that overall we've just, you know, mellowed out a lot more. Mm. And that's such a huge privilege, you know. Mm. I understand why maybe American parents can't be as relaxed as Danish parents. But, um, you know. I'm enjoying it. The, the mellow I, that that resonates because I feel yeah. I feel that too sometimes where I'll be back. You know, you can drop me in a bar with yeah. in, in Philadelphia with my yeah. friends, and I'm like, why do I, I? Something feels different, and I think that's it. I feel like I'm a little more like yeah. mellow. Like guys, I, what's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Americans we do this thing uh, for good or for bad, where mm. it's not necessarily small talk, but it's like we like to fill all the space. Mm. Yes, yeah, we're yeah, not comfortable yeah. with with silence in a conversation yeah and i'm very much comfortable with that now yeah Um, yeah yeah i love that and sometimes i feel like am i being standoffish am i being less social am i more introverted no i think it's just i'm comfortable being around my friends without constant dialogue i love that yeah yeah i think it's also a little bit of 
you know, especially being internationals mm. in a city like Copenhagen, we're around a lot of other international, sure. other cultures. So I think mm. we also kind of have gotten used to kind of taking a little bit of a step back yeah. and, and observing mm. a little bit more before jumping so in, yeah. which I think yes. makes a big difference. Yeah, that's such an accurate observation. You just have to get every, get all the details before you make any sort of reaction. Because right, you have no idea what you're getting into. 100%. 100%. Yep. Yes. With with that, I guess your your oldest son, mm. but probably has memories of being in in the U.S. Yeah. before he came over here. Do you see any differences between kind of his experience having a before and after versus your your younger kids yeah. that really only have their their years here in Denmark? Yes, yeah, so I think sometimes he really romanticizes the American experience. He's gotten better oh. about it over time, but he's like. You know, we if we lived there, we'd like you know go to Disney World and live in a big house with a big pool and like you know. Go, <laughs> I, I think that he sees things on TV sure. or sure. the experience that we have of going to the U.S. is like spending this really wonderful like brief time with his cousins mm -hmm. that do live in this like giant house in the middle of nowhere with the big pool and and that's just kind of not that doesn't I I love having that experience. It doesn't resonate with like what I want to do with my life per se, sure. and I think eventually and I think they do gain more appreciation for that as time goes on and I think when they become adults they'll be able to say like oh yeah that that was probably a valid <laughs> lifestyle choice the one that we have made um you I appreciate hope. different things at yeah eight years yeah. old exactly he's course. like I want to you know watch YouTube. you you've got oh nephews, like, yeah yes you see what the kids are into, and I think America does a really good job of that creating entertainment for children and um <laughs> But safety, maybe not so much. Yeah. So I, I think that they will eventually appreciate it. But overall, they're really glad to be here. They've yeah. got their friends and everything. Yeah. And now my son has the freedom to my two oldest sons actually have the freedom of, you know, walking to and from school. They'll like stop by the kiosk on the way home, pick up some candy. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I'm saying? I'll I love call, seeing the kids do that. You know, it's I so do too. cute. Yeah. Because I, I like candy a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like sometimes I see and I see like the same kids and I'm like, hey, Jesper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get today? Yeah. You gonna try a new one? It's very cute. It's very cute, and I I don't think that they even realize like what a gift that is yeah. to be able mm. to just be like wheeling around mm. town as a nine year old. Like right, it's a different kind of freedom. Yeah, couldn't be me at nine years yeah. old. I like you know lived in just like a suburban neighborhood. There was right. nowhere to walk to, even if it was safe, which I'm sure it was. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your 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 oldest has had you know some some nice experiences, and your youngest, of course, was was born here. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought it would be cute if we could talk a little bit about, um, you know, having her here, yeah. and maybe the difference between having a, a child in the U.S. and having a child here. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a very special experience. From start to finish, I, um, you know, I always wanted to have four kids, and then I had the third, and I was like, maybe I don't, actually. But then, <laughs> you know, things started to calm down, and honest, I don't know if this sounds bad, but I did always want to have four kids, and then I became really curious about the experience of having a baby in Denmark and what sure. that was going to be like, and it was definitely an incentive for me, and I was very thankful, you know, actually had a hard time getting pregnant with her, and I received such incredible care uh, through the, you know, trying to get pregnant. I don't know if I told you guys before, but I, right shortly after I got pregnant with her, I actually had this like emergency situation where I had an ovarian cyst rupture. Oh, wow. On, it was on my 35th birthday. Oh. On my actual birthday. I was so excited to announce my pregnancy to my husband. I had this whole thing and I'm like kind of like dying. I was like, I think it's just like a weird pregnancy symptom. Mm. Got all the kids in the cargo bike, biked out to Refin. I was like speeding along trying to like get this over with. 
I met Rafa and I'm like, we got to go home. And actually, I can't bike myself home. I was in so much pain. Wow, wow. My husband put me in the cargo bike. We He like dropped me off at the front of the house. I went upstairs, passed out. This was before I spoke any Danish, mind you. So I call, I, I at first I call 1813 and I'm on hold for a while, but I'm like Googling my symptoms and it's like, oh, this is an ectopic pregnancy. So I was like, you know what? Let me call 112 real fast. Yeah. Surely they're going to tell me that I'm overreacting. It's not a big deal. But I was like, I'm just going to see. I describe to them the symptoms that I'm having and what I think it is. They're like, just stay right there. In five minutes, an ambulance was at my house. The paramedics were like up in my house, like trying to administer, you know, an IV. They couldn't find a vein. They kept saying to each other the word blue. And I'm like, why are they saying blue? I'm so confused. Behind all, all the scenes of all this, my husband calls our friend to come watch our other kids while yep. we, while I'm put into an ambulance. And, uh, you know, she arrives and she's like, hey. And I'm like, hey, everything's going to be fine. And she's like, okay. Like, not looking so sure. And I'm like, no, it's going to be fine. She she says when she saw me, I was like completely blue. I see. I could mm. like talk. Yeah. So that's why they were saying she's blue. She's blue. I went to the hospital. At least hospital. I live right mm-hmm. next to it. They got me in right away, and it um, turned out eventually they discovered that, yeah, I had this ovarian cyst that ruptured. I had to have this emergency surgery. So with all of this, I had so much care. I, I They were on top of everything with my pregnancy. And, of course, this is costing me no money whatsoever. Um you know, I don't feel like I got to have the traditional Danish birth in the way that, like, towards the end of my pregnancy, it was determined that my daughter had stopped growing. Mm-hmm. They don't really know why. They can't really know why, but I surmise it's because, oh, with the ovarian cyst rupture, I was bleeding internally, and I lost, like, oh, over shit. a liter of blood for oh, that that they had to, like, suction out. So I think I just started out real deficient in all the things girl is like a fighter because she just like stuck it out in there obviously and is this cute little nugget but then yeah towards the end of the pregnancy they determined she's not growing anymore we got to get her out of here so i had her a little early not crazy early like 37 weeks but it was this like very medicalized medical induction like i was just like do whatever you got to do to get her out of there safely whereas like i think a more traditional danish birth would be quite hands off and just like you know man they handled it so well they're used to it here yeah. you know yeah. at least hospitalet i was so excited to give birth at the same hospital that like the queen the royal and the family princess. does right let me tell you it is not a very royal experience but that's okay it's yeah. common <laughs> and humbling and we love that you know? because they're born the same way whether exactly. the end. Exactly. whether your bloodline goes back to gorm the old exactly. or <laughs> you're just a regular old <laughs> just a regular, American regular mom birth. Exactly. <laughs> in Denmark. And that was that was a thing. That was fun and fun. Um, right. <laughs> it was a thing. Yeah. My children have been born and I love that. That's what <laughs> matters. Yeah. The planning process. Mm. Like what's different about as you kind of before you have the actual birth happening, about yeah. planning for opportunities for support, for fertility support, things yeah. like that. How are the differences between the two? Yeah, I got a lot of support. I didn't have to go the route of IVF, but I... Uh, I did have trouble conceiving my fourth kid. And because she was my fourth, they were like, well, you kind of know what you're talking about. We're going to get you the specialist that you need. I saw a gynecologist who was able to diagnose me right away, um, you know, get me a very low intervention solution to the issues that I was having. 
and um, I was just really glad everyone was very supportive. I I assumed that with the healthcare system that we have here, they'd be like, "You want to have another kid?" You mm. know. <laughs> but everyone was like, "We're gonna help you like achieve this. This is mm. your personal goal. We're gonna help you achieve it." And so I was really glad for that, and that you know went on all throughout the pregnancy, and then you know even things um, from like an emotional and mental health standpoint, I got a lot of support with that. You know, I was very nervous about giving birth in a foreign country, even though I was excited about it. I got mm. a lot of reassurance there. I, um, uh, yeah, I was just offered so many solutions and, um, it was a very holistic experience in that they really helped me tackle everything from the physical to the mental and the emotional aspects of birth and uh, pregnancy. What about all the, uh, pre birth visits as far as was that mm. on a similar timeline and it was function? quite similar I, I ended up having quite a few because I did end up having an intrauterine growth restriction that was diagnosed when I was about 27 weeks pregnant so before that it was all quite normal um maybe on the later side I would say I think my first visit was like at 14 weeks where in the US maybe it would have been at eight weeks okay so then I had this 14 week visit and they're like oh it looks like you might be having a girl so then I was like, oh, I got to figure out if she's right or not. So then you have the option of booking additional uh, scans. Mm. And so I did that um, and did discover that I was having a girl at 16 weeks pregnant. So that was very cool. Once you got past that 14 week, it was pretty typical, typical with the scans and everything. But then when it was determined that I had this intrauterine growth restriction, I was at the hospital probably every week for like a stress test for the baby and a scan just to determine that she was getting the nutrients that she needed and she was not. Oh. <laughs> and that's okay. I got because the utmost care. Everything is fine. Every, now <laughs> she's healthy. We love that. Mm. Mm -hmm. and, and speaking of care, I know one of the things that's, that happens here in Denmark mm. is you get put into a mom support group in yeah. there. Was that experience different from when you had your first three kids in yeah. the U.S.? Yeah. So that is not an option in the U.S. you got to figure it out on your own. Huh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but by the time I had my daughter, I was like, I feel like I kind of know what I'm doing. So sure. I opted to not do a mom's group. I have actually a lot of friends that gave birth around the same time as me. Um, my soon has Plyska, who was the visiting nurse who comes afterwards. She agreed. That's probably fine, honestly. And mm. um, I, I'm just really thankful that it is an option for people because I can only imagine, you know, yeah. as a first, especially if I was a foreign you know, an immigrant in a country giving birth for the first time. That's something that I would really need. Sure. I could have yep. definitely benefited from it when I had my first, even in the U.S. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was say, is there anything that mirrors that in the U.S.? Or no. is that something you kind of just do on your own from family, friends? And, yeah. And yeah. You kind of have to figure maybe it out. Maybe online sourcing. Or, yeah. I was the only yeah. person that I knew that had a baby. Um, I Yeah. I was a member of like a Facebook group at the time, and that was quite helpful. But there, there's something so valuable about having friends or just people that you know that give birth around the same time as you. Mm, it's really right. hard to describe, but um, it's just so life-giving, you mm, know? Yeah. 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 So you're on your own to find it in the U.S., but but here it's... You Gov get help along the way. Government-mandated program. Wow. That's just part... It's through the hospital, yeah. and it's that they... You get paired up with... Um, you know, women who gave birth the same week as you in the same neighborhood as you. Wow. 
I have met people that have, um, they become friends because their moms were in mom's group together. <laughs> oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and like the mom's group, they're like p people. So they have like the same almost birthday. <laughs> exactly. So they, yeah, exactly. They stay because friends. They, the moms are still friends. They oh. still like hold mom groups where they meet up like oh once God. or twice a month. But now their babies are like our age. You know what oh, I'm right. saying? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really How cute. Cool. They like make these like lasting lifelong friendships. It's not um, always that way. Sure. But there is that opportunity there. And I think that is just so it's just Copenhagen has such a small town vibe sometimes. And you're mm, like, this yeah. is why, like the way that they're socialized here is it really sets you up for success. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. In wow. a lot of ways. Yeah. And the, the home visits you mentioned mm. were part of the, the visiting nurse would, would come to see you. Yeah. Um, what's the frequency of that? And how long does that go? So they start out quite frequent. I think it's every few days at first and then every couple weeks. And they're basically there to, you know, of course, weigh the baby, check on the growth, make sure. But they're also really like assessing the vibe of the family there to offer uh. help with whatever you need. So, you know, I mentioned to my soon has fly I'm having a hard time like making meals that everybody's going to eat. So she mm. brought me this book to, that like taught me how to feed my whole family. Yeah, like very comprehensive, you know, huh. there to like provide for the health of the whole family. And I thought that was so cozy. And that's not really something that you would get in the mm. U.S. either no. in so yeah. many ways. So Yeah, you would have follow-up visits, but you would bring yeah the baby <laughs> yeah. to get oh weighed my in God. the Some office, of the right? hardest experiences that I had after birth was like dragging my ass out of bed <laughs> just you know a couple <laughs> days after giving birth like putting the baby in the car all that kind of stuff so to have them come to you wow. is just especially yeah. for a first time mother yeah. that would have to be yeah. game changing yeah so much of those early days really can set the tone for your whole motherhood mm, experience sure. so when you're gonna have this like just nice comfortable experience i am just so happy for moms here i know it's not always perfect but sure i hope that people are getting what they need here and yeah. it sure. seems like they are yeah that's, that's awesome yeah. and one of the things i think denmark is well known for is mm -hmm. having very generous parental leave how is the difference in your mm -hmm. experience on how parental leave was treated in the u.s versus denmark yeah, yeah it's a, it's definitely treated like a given here right whereas in in the U.S., maybe you would get it, but uh, you're lucky to have it. Mm. Um, I, <laughs> the industry that I worked in before, like, never really allowed for any sort of maternity leave, and that was just why I was like, that was another huge reason that I wanted to be um, a stay-at-home parent, um, homeschool my kids, because it just was going to make the most sense financially as sure. well, you know. So. Um, yeah, it's just kind of crazy. The U.S. I think is, uh, I, I think the worst ranking when it comes to maternity and paternity leave is just not even heard of really. Yeah. Mm. I remember when we lived in the U.S., my husband had like two weeks of paternity leave and everyone was like, wow, oh my God, you're so lucky. Oh my God. <laughs> how, much yeah. did, how much did he have here for your, he for your fourth? He had, I want to say, because I was not working, he was only uh, allowed okay. eight weeks or something. Only. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but that was, but by the, you know, by the time I had my fourth, I kind of was like, can you go back to work now? <laughs> right. You know? It's kind of my thing. I got this. <laughs> exactly. Like, let's get this show on the road. Let's, let's adjust to normal life at this point. Yeah. But I'm still, of course, it's great. It's still oh, a huge yeah. privilege. So yeah. I'm not complaining. Yeah. So the state mandated paternity and maternity is definitely higher. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And it seems time. to be getting better. And I feel like the U.S. is catching up. It's just as slow. Yeah. And it's driven by the private sector yep. in most yep. cases. Yep. Yep. It's just such a crazy thing. And it, it's really interesting to see how it has affected our 
or just our choice to have kids, have as many kids as we've had, mm-hmm. how much it's affected our careers and mm, sure. you know where we could be versus where we are now. But thankfully, it's all come out in the wash. You know, we're both in really good places career-wise, and I'm thankful good. for that. But it was by no favor of <laughs> the sure. U.S. Right. paternity maternity leave situation. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, um, down the line, mm. eventually daycare comes into the picture yeah. too, right? So, um, how did that work here? And when did uh, when did she make the transition to? Yeah. To so daycare? I was really hesitant to send my daughter to daycare. I actually didn't. We moved here when my youngest son was nine months old and I, you know, really had a hard time letting go of that role of being the only caretaker for my kids. Mm. And um, so I never sent my son to daycare. And looking back, I regret that mm-hmm. because I was so stressed out. I had just no other care for my kid. If I needed to go to the doctor, he was coming with me. If I needed to do anything, he was coming with me. And, you know, kids just get to a certain age where it's just not fun for anybody to have them in these settings. You know what I'm saying? I would, like, take them to the bank. They're like, why is he here? And I'm like, that's valid. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. And, you know, uh, it kind of makes it sound like it's unfriendly towards kids here, but we have these systems set up that like have the best possible solution for these kids these environments where these kids are going to thrive and acclimate and anyway so and it is family focused the idea that it is even if you're a stay-at-home parent that you have that time Mm. to do the things that run the household 100 percent without childcare interfering with your ability to go in grocery yeah, shop yeah. and bank and exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> those things that, yeah and yeah. it took a lot for me to realize like i can't provide everything for my kids sure. it does take a village mm-hmm. yeah. especially as an international mom who wants the, i want my kids to acclimate to the culture and give them the best start so i don't know all the traditional danish dishes i can't teach my daughter danish so you know i was thinking maybe i'll just wait to send her to barnaheo which is what they start when they're three years old um, and then I'm starting to realize, like, she wants to be social. She's yeah. Yeah. not going to know the language when she yeah. starts. My kids eat better when they're at school than they mm-hmm. do when they're at home. And so sure. she's I noticed her starting to pick up some, like, picky eating tendencies. So I'm mm. like, let's get this girl to school so mm. she can be exposed to all kinds of things, the language. And it ended up being so much cheaper than if I were to have, like, a private nanny or something like that. No sure. shade to private nannies. Yeah. I'm thankful for you guys, too. But for us, it just... You know, I can fit in my work and all of my appointments and things during her school hours. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that or her focus two hours. I'm going to do that and yeah. she's going to reap the benefits mm. as well. So I remember um, a family that we met early in our, our time here. They've since uh, left Denmark, yeah. but they were here for uh, an ex- ex- expat assignment. So mm. maybe three years or something. Our friend, she was not able to work while she was here. She was a, a nurse and, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, the language you, you really need. Yeah. Um, so, but, but their, their child, they put into, into daycare and she said like, I had a lot of guilt about it because yeah. I felt like kind of like you alluded to, yeah. like, uh, this is, this isn't what I'm supposed to do. And this yeah. is, I could be home with my child. I'm the best one to be with it. Yeah, and then she yeah, realized yeah. like, no, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing to feel guilty yeah. about. My... I'm the best one to be this person's mother. Yes. And Correct. Yes. all the time that I am with my kid, I am the best person for that job. But like I said, I can't teach them. To, I also need some place to put this kid while I'm cleaning the house. Yes. You know? and, that's, like... and that's what she said. I have things to do. Yeah. I, I'm doing work while my, my spouse is working. It's so and much work. 
we do need child it's crazy that there's this implication that there's like freedom while your kids at school when you're just like basically like resetting the stage for when they come home (laughs) sure (laughs) right so they can mess it up again exactly it's a necessary part of life exactly it just is what it is so i'm so thankful for that resource it's subsidized it's reasonable and it's such a huge huge resource for us Mm. so i'm so thankful for it that gets i think into a little bit of that peer pressure Mm. um that maybe we feel of comparing ourselves to the way others parent Mm. um i know that (laughs) i know from experience and family members and friends in the u.s that Mm. that's something that that they sometimes feel um how has that been different for you adjusting to maybe comparing yourself Uh, yeah yeah i just don't do it anymore i love that (laughs) i just don't do it it's so nice and I didn't even realize how much of like a one-up game there was in the mm. U.S. in terms of when you're just hanging out with your mom friends, what that looks like. Oh, my kid can do this. Oh, I can do this. This is what our birthday party is going to be like. Whereas here, it's like, just get a cake man and, <laughs> you know, a table flag and call it a day. And everyone has a great time, you right. know. So, yeah, the comparison, it's pointless. And I don't do it anymore. And I don't know if that's just come with age, experience, all that kind of stuff. Right. But... It's just so relaxing. <laughs> the fourth child. Right? Yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> Obviously, we're going to figure it out. Right. You know, just but you do feel like some of that's cultural as well. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think the Danish approach is um, very just, you know, keep it as simple as possible mm. and just enjoy the people that you're with. And I definitely st- I, I think that is what everybody wants. I think that is what Americans want. But mm. Yeah, the consumerist culture there really, really trips everybody up. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I totally get it. Keeping it simple and yeah. loving your kids. And that's, yeah, I'm so that's glad true in that. both in both countries. Exactly. It's what everybody wants. But there's not a competition. Exactly. It's just, are your kids happy? Are you happy? Are yeah. they adjusted? Are you making good humans? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, exactly. Are we teaching them to treat others kindly? And that is yes. the main focus. And that's the main focus of everybody here. So I'm really glad for that. Yeah. Mm. Are you guys going to have a family? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Good for you. You looked at me for a second. I was like, "What if he was, I was like, like actually?" I was, yeah, I was more yeah. like, "What? what how yeah. are you well, going to describe you are a family, you know, exactly. and you have a family." So. I think that's yeah. you know, we love being uncles. We love cool. having like a little, even from abroad, yeah. that we can have a little bit of an extra role. Yeah, and yeah. that because you know, as far as resources go, we are not putting them into. Yeah. Uh, our own children so we yeah. get to like kind of do yeah. a little extra stuff our so our cool. oldest we need that yeah our mm-hmm. oldest uh nephew at least hopefully both uh the two oldest yeah uh, we hope to bring over oh. yeah after they get out of the school year oh my that's gosh. our plan Fun. so and they love you know that's so cool they, yeah they're, they're really curious about oh yeah, yeah. Denmark yeah 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 well when they come so. they can hang out with my kids exactly, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, they'll have like you know all the good playgrounds exactly yes. <laughs> exactly. so well, let's and, do it and we yeah. say when we bring them over like we need to find the mommies because yeah. like <laughs> yeah like we don't you. we don't know yeah. how to like like we get them for like hours at a time yeah so yeah, yeah. like you we know, see I, the best of them so you guys are gonna have them full on for like a week yeah cute are they gonna fly solo or the no. The yeah. first time we're gonna we're gonna go over, oh. do a little visit, and then fly back with That's them. That's so yeah. cool! Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is the dream. You yeah. guys are amazing uncles. That's yeah. so cool. You hope they'll say that to the end of the trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you, yeah. the we'll ages see. that they're at too are so fun. Super it's fun gonna game. be yeah, all, be all good fun. times yeah. for sure. Mostly yeah. like eighty nine percent good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I love. And that. for the tough ones, we're gonna call you. Exactly, yes. I'll handle <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need a mommy. I need a mommy. Mommy. 
<laughs> I got you. Annie, thank you so much for all of your time today. Gosh, you're so welcome. Thank you so much for having thank me. Thank you for being here. And um, if people want to find you, where can they look Yeah, so I'm on TikTok and Instagram at Annie and Ewan Tierland, which is uh, spelled the Danish way. Come follow me there. Comment. Ask questions. I yes. love community involvement. <laughs> yes. And it's a lot of fun to follow as well. well so yes. a lot of great stories you, you share. Oh, thank thanks you so much. Yeah.